Welcome to Astrology Bites. This is your host, Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and your host for this podcast series. If you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. This is episode 40 of Astrology Bites. And with each episode of Astrology Bites, you get a bite-sized astrology lesson that's 15 minutes or less. It's super short and sweet because my goal is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. Okay, let's get into today's episode. And today we're talking about the aspects. And here's what you need to know. So first off, uh, back in the day when I taught live astrology classes, people were all well and good until we got down to the aspects. The reason why? There is a bit of geometry involved. And that can seem intimidating to newbies. But you know what? It doesn't have to be. We're going to go over all the aspects with a bit more detail in future episodes. But for now, let's get the basics down. So the planets move around at different speeds around the sun in, you know, approximately the same plane in space. And the aspects refer to the angular relationships between the planets Um, you know, as they're moving throughout the sky. Uh, In other words, these are the various angles that they make. And these angles are measured in degrees, minutes, and seconds. And, you know, they're really how they look from here on Earth. So the number of degrees connecting the planets is what determines the aspects. And there are five major aspects that you'll want to be concerned with when you begin studying astrology. Conjunction, sextile, square, trine, and opposition. Again, these five major aspects are conjunction, sextile, square, trine, and opposition. There are also several minor aspects, but those, we're going to get to them in a future episode because these are the ones that you really need to know. So, The aspects show how the energy is operating between the two planets. You know, and sometimes the energy is easy. Other times the aspects can produce challenges. Now, one of the things I like to say is don't assume that a bunch of challenging aspects means something bad or like, oh my God, this is going to be a terrible chart. Just like you don't want to think that a bunch of good aspects guarantees you're going to have an easy life. You still have a choice. You have a choice in how you work with that energy or not. So, for example, I've seen people with so-called bad or hard charts have tremendously successful lives. Why is that? Well, it's because that energy becomes a catalyst. It prods them into action. Now, I've also seen people who have so-called good charts, and it's full of great aspects, but they don't live up to their potential because too many easy aspects. Well, sometimes that makes people lazy. That's why a mix of both is actually the best. And by the way, in most charts, you're going to see a mixture of both. Okay, now that being said, let's talk about these major aspects briefly. So the conjunction is formed when two planets are in the same degree and the same sign. Or in other words, the planets are zero degrees apart. Now, on occasion, they might be in different signs, but Generally, I like to look at when they're in the same sign. Um, 
I always say that conjunctions are like two planets doing a lap dance on each other. That's my tongue-in-cheek way of saying they're very close. So the energy of a conjunction is intensified. Now that intensity can be good or difficult. You know, so in the astrological chart, it's going to come down to interpretation. So when you look at the chart, the symbol looks like a little circle with a line on top, kind of like a little bomb. So the next aspect is the sextile. And here, the planets are 60 degrees apart. This energy is considered good or favorable, and it shows opportunities. Now, the symbol for a sextile looks like a little X with a line through it, or kind of like a rough sketch of a snowflake. Sometimes I like to say it looks like a little belly button. Anyhow, moving on is the square. And the square, the planets will be 90 degrees apart. So they form kind of like a right angle, right? Um... And this is considered an adverse or challenging aspect. I like to think of a square as like you're backed in a corner because it really does look like a corner when you see that 90 degree angles. So the symbol is, of course, a square. Very easy to spot. Uh, the next aspect is a trine and a trine is 120 degrees apart. So, you know, the planets are forming this really lovely, easy angle and the symbol is a triangle. Now, this one is considered a favorable aspect. The planets are in harmony, and they work well together. And the last major aspect is an opposition. So an opposition has the two planets in the opposite sign, or two planets that are 180 degrees apart. Now, this aspect shows that the planets are in an inharmonious aspect. But I like to say opposites attract. There are also similarities that must be acknowledged. And one of the things I like to say, too, is that the way out of an opposition is to find the middle ground between the two planets. Anyhow, the symbol looks like a barbell. So one thing I like to add here, too, is when it comes to degrees, I like to work with what's known as a tight orb. An orb is a range of degrees, and the smaller the orb, the more intense the aspect will be. For example, if you're, let's say your Sun and Mercury are conjunct in Gemini. Well, that's going to right away show a powerful expression of the intellect because the sun is our power uh, and Mercury is our intellect. Now, let's say the degrees are the sun is 10 degrees and Mercury is 17 degrees. Well, the conjunction will still apply because, you know, they're both in the same sign of Gemini. But it's not going to be as strong as if the sun was at 10 degrees um, Gemini and the conjunction was you know, also at like, let's say 10 degrees, that's going to be a really powerful aspect. So anyhow, uh, I like to say that the degree should be no more than five degrees difference. So again, another example, if we go back to this one, let's say the sun is at 10 degrees Gemini and Mercury is at 15 degree Gemini, you know, that's still important, but anything greater than that lessens the impact. Now, other astrologers may feel different about this than I do, but, you know, that's okay. Every astrologer has their different opinion. For me, I just like a tight orb because the tighter the orb, the more kapow the aspect is going to have. All right, that's a lot to digest today, and that's all for today's episode. And hey, if you're enjoying the show, please take a minute and leave a positive review on iTunes because that is the best way to help new listeners discover the show and of course, you know, I will appreciate that so much. 
Anyhow, for more fun stuff, head over to my website, thetarolady.com. You'll find tons of resources about tarot and astrology, including free monthly forecasts and horoscopes, and lots more. Again, that's thetarolady.com. I'll see you there. And remember, no matter what's going on in the cosmos today, ultimately, you are in charge of your life. You're in the driver's seat. If you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change the course. You're the boss. You've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. I'll see you in the next episode.